Welcome to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. Now, let's listen to today's message. We wait for you. John chapter number 16, we'll read 7, then we'll read 12 to 15. He says, however, I am telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable, it is good. Two, it is expedient. Three, it is what? Advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I do not go away, the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener, the standby will not what? Will not come to you into close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you. And until he comes, you must be benefited. Some people are waiting for him to come. They think their benefit is in his return. But your benefit is not just in his return. Your benefit starts when he left. Put that in your spirit. Let's read 16, 13 to 15. Somebody said, ah, I wish me and Jesus were in the same room. Then bread can multiply. My sicknesses can be healed. Ah, what it will be like. I don't trust these pastors that are nowadays in town. I wish I would go back 2,000 and some years plus and walk on the desert like the woman who had issue of blood and touch Jesus only because I can't trust the apostles, the pastors, the prophets, the teachers that are here now. I wish those days Jesus is saying that wish is unwise. I'm telling you this. It is good that I, I go away. <laughs> Open your spirit up. Today I want to end with the realities of the spirit. Spiritual realities. The spirit of God. The second part. But when he, the spirit of truth, the truth giving spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth. The whole full truth. For he will not speak his own message. That means that the Holy Ghost is coming with the what? A message. He will not speak on his own authority. But he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that God has given to him. And he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come. That will happen in the future. 14. He will honor and glorify me. Because he will take off. He will receive. He will draw upon what is mine. And he will reveal, declare. He will disclose. And he will what? Transmit. <laughs> he will transmit it to you. Ah, Yadubahaya. I'm getting excited already. 15 says... Everything that the father has is mine. That is what I meant when I said that he, the spirit, will take the things that are mine and he would declare, he would disclose, and he will transmit. Let's take it again. What three things? He would what? He would declare, he would disclose. And he will what? He will transmit it to another person. Who? He will transmit it to who? 
He will transmit it to you. So, as you are here, one of the spiritual realities when it comes to the Holy Ghost is that he is supposed to declare some things to you. And he's supposed to what? Disclose some things to you. The third part is what just gets me there. He's able and he's also reliable to transmit. I declare over your life today, there shall be a transmission. I said there shall be a transmission. I said there shall be a transmission. Power shall be transmitted to you. Great grace shall be transmitted to you. Opportunities shall be transmitted to you. I declare in the name of Jesus, there shall be a transmission. I said transmission of favor, grace and honor. I said receive it. I said receive it. There shall be a declaration. There shall be a disclosure. And there shall be a transmission. Healing shall be transmitted. Power shall be transmitted. Glory shall be transmitted. I said receive it. Let there be a transmission now. Let there be a transmission now. Let there be a transmission now. Let there be a transmission. A blessing is transmitted. I said a blessing is transmitted. Receive it. I said receive it. I said receive it. Transmission is not our responsibility. It is his responsibility to declare, to disclose, and to transmit. When there are transmissions, what you need to do is to get your antenna positioned. Many people, it's not that the Holy Ghost is not transmitting. Their antennas are not positioned. It's like a TV pole. Which antenna is not tilted properly. When we were younger, you climb. The building, go to the rooftop. Then you are there, turning the antenna. Then there's somebody in the room. Yes, is it clear? Is it, is it clear? Sometimes you can't hear them. So sometimes when you turn a little, you wait, then they come out. They say, it is not too clear. Then she, 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 she. You go back. <laughs> but you see, that is one antenna that was developed then. There is a digital antennas now. You don't need to be turning anything and climbing roof. Today I declare to you, <laughs> I declare to you, by the things I've been teaching, Jesus. your antenna is Jesus. placed at the right place. Jesus. And I said there shall be a transmission. Amen. You will not know, but doors will open. Jesus. Because it is a transmission. Amen. You will catch some doors. Catch some favor. Yes, receive some glory. Yes, receive some open yes, doors. Lord. I said receive it. 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 I have it. I said receive it. I have it. I said receive it. I have it. I said light, light is here. Amen. I said light is here. Amen. As you are confessing, Jesus. the Lord is my strength. Jesus. The Lord is my light. Jesus. There is a transmission. Amen. By your confession, Amen. there is a transmission. The Holy Ghost Jesus. transmits liberty, Amen. freedom. Amen. I said receive it. I have it. 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 As you are 
loving your wife, mm. loving your brothers and sisters, Jesus. then the angel of the Lord shows up as a visitor to honor that law. I said, Is it grace? I have it. I said, Is it favor? I have it. I said, Is it glory? I have it. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is the one that transmits, declare, disclose, and transmit it to you. I started last week and I told you that two things Jesus spoke about the Spirit. When Jesus was going to talk about the Spirit, he said the spirit is like a river one then this is the second one he said that the spirit is the comforter he is the spirit of truth i spent last week to stay on the fact that when jesus said as it has been said in the scripture out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters so i took you back into the scripture which is the old testament so that you can find what jesus was saying because there are rivers in the old testament and he said that that is what happens to the believer and I told you that that river will gladden that river will bring pleasure that river will bring riches and that river will bring what? life I did that and I ended last week today I'm jumping to the second thing Jesus said he said the Holy Ghost when he is come he will come as a comforter what I read for you is in chapter 16 he starts the thought in chapter 14 so chapter 14 he talked about the comforter talked about the spirit of truth 15 he did again then 16 he did again because he was three times he was saying the same thing and for those that have learned a little greek he said alos paracletos alos means another but doc explained it to us that in the greek another there are two different meanings the first one is another which is not of this kind so maybe you misplaced your phone or I took this microphone, I took it from you and I bring, this is your microphone, so don't, please hold it up. this is his microphone, I take this and I give him this, what I have done is that I have given him another microphone but it is not of the kind that I took, it's another kind this is what, what is it Schneiser, I took sure and I gave him what, Schneiser now what Jesus is saying is that he is the sure, now he is going away, so he's taking away. But what he is going to give you is another of the same kind, another sure. And he's telling you this sure is more beneficial for you. So whatever what he had earlier could do, this one will do. But it will be done in such a way that it's more beneficial. So Jesus is comparing the Holy Ghost to himself. That he was the first comforter. And as a comforter, I wish I had him. I wish I had him as my comforter. Because he will multiply bread. He will heal my sick. He will raise the dead around me. He will do wonders around me. Where he sleeps is where I will sleep. But he says that what he will do, the Holy Ghost will do. And this comforter that has come, he will take care of us. He will not leave us as orphans. But we are children that the Holy Ghost will comfort. I declare to you, you have a helper. Stop depending on men too much. You are depending on doctors too much. Business partners too much. It is time that you rise to your heritage. The Holy Ghost is our helper. He is our helper. He is our helper. He will help you with your children. He will help with your school. He will help in your business. Hey, glory to God. I declare him as my helper. I declare him as your helper. He will help in your business. He will help with your career. Somebody said, why? He will do it. He will do it. He will do it. He will help us. He is our helper. Lift your hand and take him. He is our 
It is. It is. Lift your hand for one minute. Thank him that he is your helper. Today declare to him that light has come. And you know he is your helper. Wherever you need help, tell him. Stop looking at your business. Your bosses. Stop looking at the nation. Stop looking at the time. Stop looking at delays. He is your helper. Don't talk to men. Talk to him. He is your helper. What will you have when God is your helper? Not a man. Not a company. Hey, when God himself is the one committed to help you. This is, this is the comforter. The helper. <laughs> Lift your hand and talk to him. Father, you help us with our ministry. You help us in our marriages. You help with our business. You help with our finances. You help with our expectations. You help with our desires. Lift your hand and talk to him. Talk to him for one minute. Oh, talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. He is my help. It is my help. It is my help. I declare today, in the midst of trouble, he is my help. In the midst of plenty, he is my help. In the day of trouble, he is my help. In the day of battle, he is my help. In the day of confusion, he is my help. Holy Ghost, you are my help. Committed help. Committed help to my assignment, my family, my children, my wishes, my desires. You are the help. I am preparing you for prayers, which we will start. The Holy Spirit is your helper. I lost Paracletus. Many people want deeper revelation and they leave the basic ones. The basic ones are what builds a man up. That you will understand that the Holy Ghost is your helper. He is a better helper than Bill Gates. A better helper than any doctor you consult. But how many people have left him? And they are seeking for help. This is what Jeremiah prophesied. He said that look, they are forsaking the fountains of living waters and they are digging, they are digging cisterns, they are digging, digging holes to get water. When there is living waters for free. This is what believers have done. They seek for help from everyone. When their businesses, they can sit with partners 10 hours discussing everything. They don't go to ask help from the Holy Ghost. Because to them, it helps only spiritual things. When you have a problem, did Jesus just help them spiritually? He went to Peter's house. He healed the mother-in-law. He fed them. He carried them. He housed them. He even had a treasury where Judas was stealing from. You have help. Imagine the one that is to help you. He has every help you need. Is it money? Is it peace? Is it healing? Is it deliverance? Your helper has all. What will you do? If I were you, every day, I will cry, helper, where are you? Today, there is need here. Need there. Many people are forsaking these basics. What will the Holy Ghost do by helping you? Today, I want to teach you something you won't hear from anywhere. Pay attention. When I say you won't hear from anywhere, it means you won't hear from anywhere. The way I will teach you. When the Holy Spirit came, he came with a specific purpose. 
this was the purpose God wants sons like Christ so the Holy Spirit is coming his purpose is to reproduce sons reproduce people that can be like the Christ and walk here on the earth like the Christ when men see them they see Jesus when men encounter them they have encountered Jesus this is the sole responsibility of the Holy Spirit so Jesus said another comforter when he comes he shall lead you into all realities so all the realities I'm teaching you it is the responsibility of the Holy Spirit to bring you into them in these realities there are seven things the Spirit is supposed to bring you into before I touch that let me tell you how important it is the prophecy of Jesus' birth it was by the Holy Spirit the Bible was a holy man they prophesied as they were moved by the Holy Ghost so prophecy of scripture was by the move of the Holy Ghost Matthew says and that holy thing which shall be conceived in thee by the Holy Ghost so Jesus' birth was by the Holy Ghost Luke even makes it better he said the power of the highest shall overshadow you and that only thing which shall be conceived of thee shall be called the son of the most high so his birth was by the spirit his ministry was by the spirit the bible said John said that I John I saw he said I saw the spirit descend upon him like a dove and remain on him and God told him he it is who baptizes with the holy spirit the man upon whom the spirit remains so Jesus needed the spirit on him for work it doesn't end there. Even in temptation, it is the spirit that needs to lead you into temptation. How many of you is the spirit that leads you into temptation? You don't need any help along that line. The Bible said he was led of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Even temptation was guided by the spirit. Dog, even temptation is guided by the spirit. Some don't need any help. Some take themselves. He said, lead us not into temptation but deliver us from all evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever as the Holy Spirit ever led you that means that the trial that you went through the spirit was already in it so that it can be said that no temptation that has taken you over, overtook you because every temptation that takes a man is common. And God makes a way of escape in the temptation. So when the spirit takes you and he leads you and you get into trouble, he has a way of escape. Some people are 20 years in the same place. Tempted the same things, the same anger, the same bitterness, the same unforgiveness, the same insult, the same fight, the same strife. 15 years. Today they said they have changed. Three days they do the same thing. After 10 10 days, they repeat it. One month, they show up again. Three months, they show it again. Then they said they are fully repented. Then only two days, they show up again. Then they said it was the work of the devil. No, my brother, yourself. The Bible said every man is tempted when he's drawn away. By what? By what? It's all what? Jesus, even his temptation, was by the Spirit. It doesn't just end there. He's offering himself into death. Hebrews 9.14 says that he offered himself through the eternal spirit. Even his offering was by the spirit. 
His resurrection was by the Spirit. If the Spirit are raised up who? Christ from the dead. So is the Spirit are raised up what? Christ from the dead. So all these things, he needed the Spirit's work. Now it is your turn. What the Holy Spirit did for him, he will do for you. You see, you can't say amen. Let me go to the other side. I said, all the Holy Ghost did for him, he will do for you. Amen. And all that the Holy Spirit did through him, he will do through you. Amen. And all that the Holy Ghost did in him, he will do in you. Amen. You see your amen this week. Let me come again. I said, all he did in Christ, it shall be done in you. Amen. All he did for Christ shall be done for you. Amen. And all he did through Christ shall be done through you. Amen. Receive grace. I have it. I said, receive grace. I have it. I said, receive grace. I have it. I said, receive grace. I have it. You will think like Christ. Jesus. You will walk like Christ. Amen. You will talk like Christ. Amen. I said, you will do it, brother. Amen. You will pray like the Christ. Amen. You will be anointed like the Christ. Amen. You will be blessed like the Christ. Amen. Is it because of you? No. no. But because the Holy Ghost, Jesus. our helper, our comforter, yes, our advocate, yes, our Lord. counselor, our intercessor, Jesus. our standby, he is here and he's in us. Amen. I declare to you today, you are a career of the Holy Ghost. Amen. What you did in Christ, Jesus. he will do through you. Amen. No enemy will put you down. Amen. You walk through them. Amen. What you did for Christ, Jesus. he will do for you. Amen. When you need strength, the Holy Ghost will give you strength. Amen. What you did in Christ, he will do in you. Amen. What he did for Christ, Jesus. he will do for you. Amen. I saw this grace. I have it. 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 There is a transmission, brother. Amen. There is a transmission. I said he would transmit. He is transmitting some grace. Amen. Transmitting some grace. Amen. Some favor. Amen. The Holy Ghost is our helper. Jesus. When we step in the net, he will pull our feet out. Amen. Glory to God. When they write a, a poem against us, a spell against us, Jesus. a charm against us, Jesus. he will pull us out. Amen. Hey, what he did for Christ, Jesus. he will do for us. What he did in Christ, he will do in you. And what he did through Christ or with Christ. He will do it through you and with you. I have not started. <laughs> the first thing the Holy Spirit will do for a man in the journey of reality is that he is the spirit of adoption. I'm taking you on a journey. Seven. Romans 8, 15 to 17. We read it together. He is the spirit of what? Adoption. That is the first thing he does for you. When he comes into you, he makes you begin to see that you are no longer a slave. You are a child of God. I want to do a Bible study with a couple for just 25 minutes. And as we were studying, we read Romans 8. Then the man who didn't know the Lord too well, but because of the studies you have been doing for years, has come to appreciate the Lord like a pastor. When he read it, he said, How? Apostle, is this in the scripture? I said, Yes, sir. He said, Are you sure? I'm reading it in the good news. I said, Yes, sir. You can go. Then he read it. Then he looked at me and told me, my aunt, without praying with sure, doesn't think she will be heard. You know prayer sure? What you get from Israel? The scarf. He needs to put it on the neck to pray before he thinks he's head. He needs to sprinkle oil before he thinks he's safe. So the man looked at me and said, Apostle, is this thing this free? I said, yes sir. He said, are you saying, the Bible is saying that it's like a child and a father relationship? I said, yes, sir. Then he looked at the wife. The wife forces her to get up at two to pray. He said, starting now, we have stopped. 
We can talk to God anytime. It will be a privilege to do it at 2. But when we are awake at 11, let us do it. My child doesn't need a time to talk to me. Either than that, I'm a military father. See, these are the things. When I get to the last two dangerous ones, the kind of things I will teach you, some of you, some of you will mark me down. I will teach you philosophy, traditions, teach you doctrines of devils, teach you about fables, teach you about bewitchment and enchantments that don't let anybody anywhere, anything put any enchantment on you. Walk in freedom. We are adopted sons. We are children of God. It is a father and son relationship. It is a father and son, father and daughter relationship. You can go to the room, put your head on your father and smile and say, Daddy, even my little girl can come to me and say, that, Daddy, are you cute? I said, I'm cute. Is that even a good question to ask me? It's a father, sons and daughters relationship. No rituals. No rituals. Get it in your spirit. No rituals. Does your son need to pour water before he enters your room? You need to turn backwards and come in like that. Then he enters the room and says, Papa, Papa Shadi. Then he said, My son, my son, you can turn. What says that? Daddy, I came to ask for mercy. Is this the way you behave? Turn back. Don't look at me. It's a father, son relationship. So the Holy Ghost, the first thing he does is the spirit of adoption. He brings you to the place where you know that the spirit you have received is of God. Then he makes you know the spirit you have received is of Christ. Then he makes you know the spirit you have received is not of the world. You have not received the spirit of fear also or bondage again to fear. He makes you know you are a son. Any day, any time, when you call, you shall be heard. He makes you understand all that the father has, it is yours. It makes you understand nothing is against you. God is even for you. It is son father relationship. Jesus. He makes you understand whatever you go to do, God is interested in it because he's your father. This is what the Holy Ghost brings us into adoption. And unfortunately, a lot of believers are not allowing themselves. Is that the spirit shall bear witness with our spirit that we are sons of God? Now today I declare, may your spirit come alive. Amen. May you may you come alive. No, you are the daughter of God. No, you are the son of God. Jesus. When you lose one, you receive two. Hey, come higher. You remember what Jesus said. Hold your hand, Moko We are fathers. We have a father of us. I want you to understand. I want you to get deep into your spirit. Let this settle deep. God is going to take care of you. Let it sink deep. Your heavenly father hey. with all the resources in heaven Jesus. will take care of you. Amen. When you start a business, Jesus. you will be involved. Amen. I said he will be involved. Amen. When you write a proposal, hey. he will be involved. Amen. When you make a decision, Jesus. he will be involved. Amen. Can I hear a celebration here? Yeah. I said, can I hear a celebration here? Yeah. I had a friend. He came to me. He said, Apostle, I went to Jordan. Hey. So Sydney Quay will be right back. Follow us on all our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Skype, YouTube at Shekinah Avenue. continues. And when I was in Jordan, ah, I went to where Jesus was baptized. Like, some things don't excite me at all. I've had 
have several trips. People have organized for me to go to Israel and go and fall in the water. I said, I'm not interested. When I go, I want to historically go and look at them. Not this kind of things. So I fell in the water. I felt the Holy Ghost. Guess what? After that, they gave me a round bottle oil. Said, This is oil from Bethlehem. And I took the oil. I said, Glory! I put it in my house. Somebody came out here. I said, You like that kind of oil? The scented one. Do you like some? He said, Oh, I love it. I said, You can take it. Somebody said, Bethlehem. I said, It doesn't do anything. Bethlehem. Bethlehem. So what? You see? You see? I said, I want to teach things when we get to the last part. You see? Don't let anybody use any of those things. So are you telling me the man that was baptized when he left Jerusalem and was going to Ethiopia by a, a, a small well by the side? You are telling me he didn't feel the Holy Ghost? When Philip went to Samaria. But you see, these are the things that has come to replace the spirit. He's supposed to cause us to know we are adopted. Two aspects of adoption. Whereby you know that you are not part of the family. You don't have a mother. You don't have a father. And somebody's father has had mercy on you by coming to change your fatherlessness. That is the first aspect of adoption. Where you have been adopted, you have been brought from far and brought in. And the second level of adoption is when you have come in and you qualify for whatever the father has. And you guess what? As a believer, you who were a wild olive, you have been brought in. I declare over your life that starting today, Jesus. your father is taking care of you. Amen. He is taking care of you. Amen. I saw this grace. I have it. 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 I saw receive grace. I have it. I saw receive grace. I have it. Let me give those women who have not married. Let me give you a poem. It's fathers who give daughters to marry. Don't be complaining. No Bible. Go and lock yourself. Say, Heavenly Father, you have not presented me yet. You are the Father. I am your daughter. Present me to a good man. A lot of people don't know that. They are looking at natural fathers, looking at curses, looking at barriers. Can anything stand against God? Do you know what they even used to do in the olden days about marriage? Your father will go and arrange your marriage without your knowledge. I declare over some of you here, without your knowledge, God will connect you to something good. Amen. I said, without your knowledge, God will connect you to something good. Amen. In your business, in your relationship, Amen. in your assignment. South spirit of adoption. Jesus. We are not bastards. Jesus. We are not cast away. Jesus. We are sons and daughters. That's right. We are sons and daughters. That's right. We are sons and daughters. That's right. We are sons and daughters. Receive grace. I have it. I said, receiving. Receive grace. Walk in wonders. Walk in signs. Glory be to God. Glory. You remember what Jesus said? He said, all that the Father has given to me. I have lost none, except the son of perdition. Then Jesus had what I am interested in. Me, I don't jumble scriptures. I go for where reminds. Jesus said, I have placed them in the hand of my father. And the father is greater than all. Your father is greater than all. Amen. Let it dawn on your spirit that I have a father that is greater than all. And who does this? The spirit of adoption. The spirit of adoption. We walk as sons of God. We walk here as sons of God. I declare over you. Hey, the rivers will open for you. Amen. The heavens will rain blessings. Amen. I announce over you. The Jesus. earth will germinate for Amen. you. Opportunities will show up for Amen. you. Who am I talking to? Who am I speaking to? I said receive it. I have it. Spirit of adoption. Jesus. We are adopted. I said we are adopted. Romans 8, 15 to 17. We are adopted. We are adopted.
the sons. We are sons of God. God of our We are born of God. Sons of God. We qualify for healing. Qualify for power. Romans 8.15 For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But ye have received. What did you receive? No more fear. No fear for death. We are daughter's sons. In death, we are better off. In life, we are still better off. Hey, for me to live is Christ. For me to die is even gain. Listen, this is who we are. Jesus. We don't fear accidents. That's we don't fear spells. What right. is it? We are sons of God Jesus. with the spirit of adoption. I come out side. Receive grace. I have it. I said, receive grace. I have it. I said, receive grace. I have it. You have not received what? The spirit of bondage again to fear. But he have received the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba Father. Hey, the spirit of adoption that moves us to know that not only are we adopted, but he is the spirit of life. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of life. From adoption to life. So that you don't think you were brought from somewhere. But you begin to understand that though you were brought from somewhere, now you are born again. You are born again. You have the life of God. I said you have the life of God. Hey. I said you have the life of God. Jesus. The spirit of life is the spirit of adoption. So he who adopted us gave us life. I announce to you, the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that ye may have life and that you will have life hey, in abundance. Spirit of life is already in you. The Holy Ghost is in you. Spirit of life is in you. I declare over your life. Everything in your body receives life. Amen. Your organs are alive. Amen. Your mind is alive. Amen. Your dreams are alive. Hey, your money is alive. Your profits are alive. Your career is alive. Receive it, brother. Receive it. Romans 8, 11, what does it say? But if the spirit of him, the raised up Jesus from the dead, dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead. What shall he do? Brother, what shall he do? You have no business telling us of cancer. You have no business telling us of pain. Let the spirit quicken you. Hey. In your bones. Hey. In your cells. Hey. That spirit will quicken your body. Jesus. Receive life. Let it. there be a quickening. Jesus. Let organs be formed. Yes, Let organs come alive. Yes, yeah, receive it. I have I said receive it. I have it. I said receive it. I have there it. is a transmission. Hey. I said there is a transmission. Jesus. There is a transmission of yes, life. Lord. In your body. Hey. In your mind. Yes, in your soul. Yes, in your spirit. Yes, I said there is a transmission. Jesus. The transmission of life. Amen. You will live your life. Amen. You will fulfill the number of your days. Amen. You will not die before your time. Amen. No premature death. Jesus. The spirit of life Jesus. is at work. Give the Lord a shout of praise. They didn't teach us well. It looks like we are looking for something. But the Bible said, know ye not that the Holy Spirit is already in you. He said, don't you know? You must get it. I know it now. If the spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if he doesn't dwell in the wood, doesn't dwell in the stone, doesn't dwell in space, but he dwells in me, then my body shall be quickened. Can you read it? It shall quicken your what? Your mortal body. But for you, who welcome him? In whom he dwells. Even though you still experience all the limitations of sin. You yourself experience life on God's terms. Oh, let us read brother. It stands to reason. Doesn't it? That if the alive and present God who raised Jesus from the dead moves into your life. He will do the same thing in you. That he did in Jesus. 
bringing you alive to himself when God lives and breathes in you and he does as surely as he did in Jesus you are delivered from the dead life glory to God you will live your Amen. organs will be alive Amen. your children will be alive Amen. the dead life is no longer there lift your heritage Jesus. receive life receive it. life receive it. life receive life give the Lord a shout yeah. of praise you are delivered from the dead life with the spirit living in you your body will be as alive your body will be as alive I said your body will be as alive Amen. I am not the one that wrote the Bible I didn't put the words there I thank God for the message Jesus. our body shall be alive Amen. Hey, it will be alive Amen. as alive as Christ Jesus. I declare over you yes, your Lord. organs are alive Amen. your heart is alive Amen. your liver alive Amen. your kidney alive Amen. receive grace I, have it. I said receive grace I, have it. I said receive grace I have the spirit of life Jesus. receive I have it. so don't you see that we don't owe this old do it yourself life. One rest sent. Pay attention. You say you like the King James. You read the message a little. There is nothing in it for us. Nothing at all. The best thing to do is give it a decent burial. And go on. Go on with what? Your life. Go on with what? New life. Go on with what? New life. Are you still telling us about your house? Your family? Your background? Give it a decent burial. That means, even if you like, get one day. And sit down. Invite all your troubles and all that you have been through in the truth, and all that anybody in your family has experienced. Invite it to the burial service on that day and sit and think about it for the last. For the last, give it a decent burial. How your uncle died with diabetes, your father also died with diabetes. They died at 49. Give it a decent burial. Be there. Think about it. Oh, they died. Oh, they died. Oh, they died. Maybe I'm even afraid I will die. After the day is going, when it gets like 12 p.m., you shake your leg. You say, decent burial. Now, now, I am getting on with my new life. No more disease. Jesus. No more cancer. Yes, no more pain. Yes, the spirit of life. Hey. Glory to God. Jesus. Glory to God. Jesus. Glory to God. Glory, Glory to God. Glory, Glory to God. Glory we to are God. moving on. We are moving on. Yes. We are moving on. Yes. We are moving on. Yes. They might not like it, but we Jesus. are moving on. That's right. They might think we are the same, but we are moving on. That's right. You conceived seven times and lost all. So you are still sorrowing. Move on. With a new life. Because in the new life, you will conceive and give birth. That's hey. right. That's right. Hey, Pastor Dala. Yes, sir. I don't fear anybody. Right. I have no fear for anybody. Yeah. To God we live, to God we die. That's right. Hey, glory to God. You throw a spell, we chest it. Mm, mm. You know football? We chest it. That's right. Then we hold it with our leg, totals. Right. Kick it one, two, three, and like Ronaldo. We kick it far. We move on with our life. That's right. I said we move on with our life. That's right. Move on with your life. Jesus. Move on with your marriage. Jesus. Move on with your job. Receive grace. I have it. I said receive grace. I have it. I said receive grace. I have it. Can I read the 14 for you? Hey! Hey! Read it again. It's a movement with your new life. What is there? God's spirit beckons. There are things to do. Places to go, brother. This resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid, grave tending life 
it's adventurously expectant greeting God with a childlike what's next papa you are there weeping about miscarriage ask God what is next <laughs> God's spirit touches our spirit and confirms who we really are we know who he is and we know who we are father and child God isn't pleased at being ignored but if God himself has taken up residence in your life you can hardly be thinking more of yourself than of him anyone of course who has not welcomed this invisible but clearly present God the spirit of Christ won't know what we are talking about but for you who welcome him in whom it was the spirit of God is in operation in that small body of yours and I am going to the third thing because I need to jump hey, this spirit of life it, it comes with the law the spirit of adoption with the spirit of life comes with the law when you go meditate on it the spirit of life comes with the law he says if every man be in Christ is a new creature. The old is past. The new has come. And all things are of God. But that is the beginning. I like Romans 8, 1 and 2. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Then the law comes in. For the law of the spirit of life which is in Christ Jesus has made us free. Hey, Kadimo Saba, I tell you today, the spirit of life Jesus. comes with the law of liberty. It is called the spirit of liberty. I declare to you starting today, Jesus. nothing can hold you bound. Never again. Hey. Never again. Hey. The spirit of liberty Jesus. has come. The spirit of liberty has come. Amen. I said the spirit of liberty has come. Amen. Now pay attention. Romans 8. A new power is coming. What is the Bible saying? A new power is here to come. It is at a chair mountain. It is in your bedroom. It is in seven days fast. You see, we will fast. We are fasting. But I'm telling you, a new power is what? It is already where? It is already in operation. The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from a fatal lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death listen brother you are bound only to what you want to be bound to i am going to say it again every child of god is only bound to what they permit to bind them because the spirit of life he gives the spirit of liberty he says hey god can i shock you a little can i shock you a little shock us can i shock you a little shock us. second corinthians 3 17 you are free from curses, free from charms. I say you are free. You are free from stargazers, necromancers, magicians, soothsayers, men that peep into balls, men that use the Uda board, men that use spells, men that have got amulets. You are free. You are liberty. You can look at them and they can look at you and you can smile and walk away. This is who we are. Law of what? Law of, law of, Law of accuracy, it is in operation. 
Read it for me as we go. Second Corinthians three seventeen. Read it yourself. Now, when, when, now, the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, you see, you are not yet awake. That is why you think the Holy Ghost can be in you, and the demon is also in you. You are not yet awake. The day you wake up, the Holy Spirit, the uncommon Spirit, He can entertain any other spirit. No devil can be in my house. From where? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Jesus. I believe it. I talk it. I live it. I experience it. The Spirit of what? Liberty. That is who you are. What the Bible is saying is that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is not where He works. Where he is, read Bible well. You have taken it for granted. Don't you understand? When he came over a stone, the stone was holy. When he came over bowls, bowls were holy. Even now, when he came, let me use the right word. When they took common anointing oil and rubbed it on bowls, they became holy. How much more? When it is not the symbol, but it's the Holy Spirit Himself. Who has come to do what was done in the Old Testament of rubbing? To enter into you, rubbing to your very self. What can hold you bound? I'll say it again. The only thing that holds the believer bound is what he allows to hold him bound. As far as God is concerned, he says, stand therefore in the liberty wherein Christ has made you free. Do not be entangled again. He didn't say the devil will entangle you. He said you don't be entangled again. I'm teaching you Bible. There is nothing in our houses that can hold us bound. Don't you understand? I mean, don't you understand what I am saying? Don't you know the guy named Joe? Haven't you heard the guy named of Gideon? They said, let Baal himself. Let he himself. Let him defend himself against Gideon. This is a man that an angel visited and talked to shortly. How much more when it is not angel and man? And it is not angel and man communication. It is God who has moved and come to reside in you. Oh, both ten nobles. I declare to you starting today. No arrow, no spear, no charm, no gel, no speech, no talk. Jesus. It cannot touch you. Amen. I said it cannot touch you. Amen. The spirit of liberty. liberty. The spirit of what? Liberty. Liberty. Spirit of liberty. It doesn't end there. Now, this spirit of liberty, once it liberates you, it becomes to the believer. When you reverence him, he becomes the spirit of grace. Then it moves on. To become the spirit of revelation where he reveals to you what is yours then he moves on from revelation to become the spirit of transformation then it will end when the whole creation is waiting for him to manifest as the spirit of manifestation so that you will end where Christ is manifesting through you the spirit of what grace I will read for you Hebrews 10 29 after I read it I will talk to you for two minutes then I read for you Zechariah 4 maybe 6 and 7 or 2 8 we will not allow anybody no matter pedigree or degree to move us away from this having said this I will read the text for you Hebrews 10 29 because what had happened to them is what I am telling you now they wanted to kill animals sacrifice animals put them on the altar and they were told that Jesus the eternal sacrifice had come died once but 
for us an eternal redemption give us an eternal inheritance and went back to go and sacrifice for their sin again to trust in the law of Moses again and you know when I, I take the last seven, the last one I want to teach when I teach you you are not even under a law to begin to think of the law these guys they left everything and they went under and to go and sacrifice again and this is what Hebrews tell them he said when you do this of how much sorrow or worse punishment suppose he shall be thought worthy anyone who has trodden underfoot the son of God and has counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified and unholy thing do you know the cost of the blood the blood cleansed our body the blood cleansed our spirit and made the Holy Ghost come to dwell in our bodies and in our spirits pay attention now he said when you do this you have insulted you have done despite to the spirit of grace after all we teach some will still go and buy salt some will go and buy green oil after all we are teaching some will still go and sit in places where they have no business being after all we are teaching some are still chasing prophets to hear after all we are teaching after I finish teaching somebody will still go and do it when you do that you are insulted the spirit of grace you have behaved like somebody who doesn't understand that it is not your works it is his works spirit upon spirit what would the spirit of grace do for you if anybody walks to me tells me I saw in the spirit you are falling down collapse they were burying you I said thank you do you know Isaiah I said, yes I know Isaiah go and read Isaiah when they even prophesied the king turned it I said I'm better than even that king I don't allow anything and don't allow anything at all anything that is inconsistent with what you have heard whether in prophecy whether in dream whether in revelation either than that you go back into bondage when the spirit of grace has come when the spirit of grace comes we can clearly rise up with Zachariah and declare now I want to hear your voice in declaration Zachariah 4 6 what does he say then answered he to me saying this is the word of the Lord unto don't put Zachariah there this is the word of the Lord unto don't put Zerubbabel there this is the word of the Lord unto saying not by might not by power but by my spirit say the Lord of hosts hey it is getting excited who art thou oh mountain before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plain he shall bring forth the headstone thereof we shouted crying grace grace unto it hey glory to God I declare over your life the spirit of grace it cannot tolerate any obstacle the spirit of grace it cannot tolerate any obstacle I declare to you today under the sound of my voice what a die oh mountain you are leveled I declare every obstacle is leveled Amen. every obstacle is leveled Amen. I want you to remember the grace of God it must be taken advantage of all grace is not for admiration we admire grace no grace must be what 
taken advantage of. I am ending here. A lot of people say, oh, we are in dispensation of grace. The grace of God is there. It is not there to be there. It is there to be taken advantage of by wise believers. Have you forgotten? He said, let us what? Let us come boldly to where? The throne of what? Grace. So that we may obtain and find grace. So what you do is that once you know that the throne of grace, you come. So it is in coming. You take advantage of it. I'm going to give you an Old Testament story. When we are done, you praise the Lord like somebody who is taking advantage of something. Exodus 33, let's read 12 and 13. Do you know you must take advantage of grace? You must take advantage of what? Of grace. So starting today, take advantage of it. Can we read it? One, two, go. What does it say? And Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name. And thou what? And thou hast also what? Found favor in my in my sight. Pay attention, 13. Now what? What does now therefore mean? Now therefore, because of what is before, what you said, I have found grace in the sight, and you know me by name. Because of that, he's taking advantage of grace. Pay attention. If I have, if I have found grace in the sight, what will happen? Show me now that I may what? Lord, continue. That I may what? Find grace in thy sight. Continue. And consider that this nation is thy people. Let's read the 14. And he said, when he did this, God said, He said, My presence shall go with thee. And I will give thee what? Now, this is where I am. In the year of the rest, what gives us rest is when we take advantage of the grace of God. And I declare to you here, everything in your life, you will take advantage of grace. Amen. Grace will help your finances. Amen. Grace will help your spiritual life. Amen. Grace will help your health. Amen. Grace will help you. Amen. Can I hear a celebration in the house? Read the 15 as we are closing. Read the 15 as we are closing. And he said unto him, this is Moses talking. Talk to God. What did he say? If thy presence does not go with us, don't carry us. A man who is taking advantage of grace. He said, Radisha. So what did he say? Well, presence, you know. Any young choir. Any day. Young come with you. Sir, someone who can't say. Say, what am I buffer? Buffer every day, okay? understand what I'm saying? You see, this is how Moses took advantage of grace. He said, No, Lord, not an angel. What is it that an angel is taking us into the land? We have found grace in your sight. Consider this nation as your nation. Go with us. Let your presence go. And God said, My presence will go with you. The Moses said, Though you are saying it, I want to remind you that if your presence doesn't go with us, me. I am not carrying anybody. Pay attention to 16. That's what I'm ending. 
Today, look at what Moses said. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people are found grace in thy sight? Is it not? In that thou goest with us, so shall we be separated. I and thy people from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. May the grace of God separate you and make you unique among everywhere. Everywhere you go, Jesus. everywhere you are. Jesus. May the grace of God, Amen. may the grace of God yes, make your business separate, Amen. your life separate, Amen. your children separate, Amen. your marriage separate, Amen. your ministry separate. Amen. Lift up your voice in prayer and in shout of celebration now. Thank you for tuning in to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, Head Pastor of Shekinah Avenue. For prayer and counseling, please call 0200-999-852. Join us for our Sunday services from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locate us at Shekinah Avenue Auditorium, opposite the Washing Bay, Saika, Obodo, East Lagon. Until the apostle comes your way again, remain blessed. Chicago.